Hey, this is Blackstone with the Vicious and Delicious podcast with a little somber uh, announcement. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we lost Justin Hurd, my friend, um, contributor to the podcast. Uh, we lost him uh, recently uh, due to natural causes, but uh, I want to, first of all, dedicate this episode to him, his family, especially his kids, and also I want to uh, let everybody know we are actually now raising money Towards his kids, uh, we're trying to raise up a uh, you know trust fund to get them situated as they go through life with the absence of their father. Uh, so anything you can do will be appreciated. There will be links uh, to his mother's uh, cash app and PayPal added to the description uh, on on this uh, on this show. Uh, so if you can do anything at all, we would appreciate it. I know his family and his his, his kids would appreciate it. So please, if you can, uh, give what you can. Uh, Justin, I love you, man. Uh, I miss you. I wish you were still here, man. But uh, we're going to go ahead and try to do our best to uh, keep pushing on with your legacy and uh, try to do something real nice for your family, man. Uh, so uh, thank you all. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, we love you. Keep tuning in and uh, make sure if you know Justin, Go ahead and send his family you know, some condolences or any likes. And like I said, everything you need will be in the description. Make sure it will be added new in the description on this uh, show right here. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, God bless. Come on, Boogie, let's burn this motherfucker down. You sound like my brain. You are now tuned in. You are now tuned in. You are now tuned in. To the vicious and delicious podcast. Hey man, turn my shit up. Ooh, this shit about to be crazy. Let's get it. Hey, yo, yo, tune in and get the fuck out. Mmm, that's my weekly yum yum. Hell no. It's a vicious and delicious podcast. Starting myself, the essence of excess, Mr. Blackstone. Of course, I got my podcast partner in crime, the unstoppable Mr. Big Rob. How the folks, Big Rob? You know the fucking vibes, it's your man, Big Rob, aka the excessive overlord. Yes, sir. Aka the sneaker goat. Yes, sir. Aka racist Voorhees. Another one. Aka the world famous cannabis collector. Smoke wine. Aka the illegitimate son of Morris Day, because my mama had that jungle love. Oh, we yo, we yo. Aka. Robert Jackson Esquire, attorney of law, because even if you did it, I can get you out of jail. Let me get call me now and let me get you off. And last but certainly not least, <laughs> and certainly not least, Reverend Jackson, because I put the summer for that paper like a Creflo Dollar. Creflo Dollar! This is the Listen Podcast, season five, let's get it. That's right, yeah, welcome to the show. This is the Podcast, uh, season five, episode 13. A little bit ominous there in the big round. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> welcome to the show. Glad to have uh, come on in for another episode. Uh, let's go ahead before we get started. We're going ahead uh, say we're doing a special show today. I hope everybody jumped on the, on the uh, group page, jumped on the uh, Facebook uh, post, and actually did follow the instructions because we actually have a really, something really special tonight. We're actually going to be doing a movie review. Yeah, uh, we actually got, and we kind of we'll, we'll introduce that in a minute. But we had uh, we actually have a special guest that came in, and he actually. Recommended this movie. Big Rob had never heard of it, never watched it, and we actually spent the other night watching the movie together. So we got you know. Now it's date. Don't be getting no ideas out there. <laughs> it's, it's fresh in our minds, yeah. and I, our minds are blown. So more on that to come. Uh, Big Rob was scared by caught up. How'd your week go, man? Actually, it was a pretty simple week for you, boy. Okay, simple's good. Uh, let's see. I found one of my old vape pens. It still had it still had vape in it, so that was a win. Ah, right, good old <laughs> quote quote vape. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a win. That's besides so the point. Been, you know, the weekends are nice off. We're pretty relaxed. Yeah, let's just say that. Yeah, <laughs> okay, so, all right. It was a win. Yes. How's work? Work was all right. You know, um, at, nah, that's not really, that, that's that's a funny story. It's not bad. 
Okay, okay. And that's another story, but it's still kind of developing. I wanted to get to its final episode before I tell everybody. Okay, okay. It's still, okay. It's still, but uh, the new story, which, you know, involves the crazy older Asian lady. Ah, yes. We've talked about her before. Yeah, we've talked about her on the show before. Let's call her Miss Outburst. That's a good one. Miss Outburst. That's a good good name. Yeah, Miss Outburst. There we go. Keeps us for legal reasons. Uh (laughs) She decided to have an outburst. Okay. Okay, so one of my homeboys and future guests of the show, shout out to my man Carlos. Shout out to Carlos. He'd been kind of off work for a few days. Mm-hmm. And so we hadn't seen each other. Like, hey, whatever, we'll text or whatever. And and then one time we were at work at the same time, she just stands up in the middle of the desk and goes, Oh, you're smiling, your friend is here. <laughs> <laughs> and she said it was like mad quiet. <laughs> so everybody was just like, Oh, that was kind of kind of her. In her like, own way. Like, yo, you can't just be yelling. He excited to see another dude in the middle of the desk. <laughs> That crazy cat lady from uh, yeah, like, The I, Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But other than that, and then discovering this new movie we about to talk about, I had a pretty chill week. Okay, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, we got like a, you got a side character in your job as a sitcom. Yeah. If your job wasn't. It's a sitcom, yeah. They, She'd be like a big character. Yeah, they have a big character, exactly. Miss Outburst. Look, it just sounds like she was really excited to be there and for him to be there. Yeah, know? I was like, <laughs> I was like, hey, what up, Carlo? <laughs> right. Uh, my week's been pretty good, actually, you know. Uh, Actually took one day off. Uh, call it, let's just go ahead and call it a mental health day. Yeah, yeah. I really just had to get some stuff taken care of with the kids and stuff like that. But besides that, work's actually been kind of short this week. You know, we didn't know too not many long hours, so that was good. It actually been cool, if y'all know, in, in the city this whole week. You yeah. Know, a couple of nights, but, you know, better than the hundreds. And <laughs> 95s we were getting, so we'll take that, especially if you work in the warehouse like I do. So that was a nice reprieve. Uh, besides that, man, uh, getting ready for this, had a fun time last night watching the the movie, and uh, let's go ahead and get into that, man. You know, enough, uh, enough of this chit chat. Let me go ahead because I already heard it, so let me go ahead and introduce right. our special guest, friend of the show, uh, karaoke aficionado. Of course, everybody <laughs> comes on the show. Karaoke is always some way involved with how we need people to be guests on the show. I don't know how it works. It's, 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 just, it's just a blessing. It's how we met Kate. Yeah, it's just a blessing or something. But I yeah. mean, you're, you're going out to bars where karaoke is. There you that's go. Kind of, that's kind of how it works. It's just how this happens. You just find people. Yeah. But anyway, introducing my friend, film lover, film critiquer. Uh, I would call him a cinephile. You know, cinephile. Cinephile. What's a cinephile? No, I'm not. I'd be afraid of movies. Oh, I'm sorry. So cinephile. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, Mr. Cinephile, you know I did <laughs> Mr. Justin Hurt. Thanks uh, for being on the show, Justin. Hey, Welcome thanks for having me. Welcome to the show. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I'm Justin D. Hurt on the internet. Uh, I do have a couple of YouTube channels where I talk about horror movies or stuff that are more interesting than good. I have Dubious Consumption, which has been around for seven years, and then All Sewn Up, which I've just started uh, at the end of last year. But I've covered stuff like Event Horizon, House of Leaves, most recently The Night House. Um, even kind of cool for what's been going on with my past week is uh, I got one of the screenwriters from uh, the Night House and the new Hellraiser oh. to read. I, I tagged him in my tweet about, hey, I'm covering the Night House. And he retweeted it and said, like, this was so much fun to watch. And it's an honor to have Justin have put so much thought into talking about this movie. And it's like, oh, and then followed me on Twitter or X or whatever the fuck that we is. We still call it Twitter. Yeah, yeah, you know. X you know. sounds weird. Yeah, it's, it is weird. But uh, no, other than that, it's I do deep dive video essays into these movies. So like for Event Horizon, it's 43 minutes about the story, how it was made, uh, crew drama, even what inspired it and everything it inspired, as well as the fan edits that people have made of it. So, uh, yeah, that's I what mean, I love I love films, especially and, uh, the yeah. horror genre. And, I, and as somebody who watched Event Horizon at a, probably a little too young to see it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, <laughs> that one scene that you don't talk about where he, um, old boy's eyes get ate out, like that, yeah. that, blew, that blew my mind when I was 10. Mm-hmm. And it didn't make me obsessed with the movie, and I'm like, I have to watch it every time I come across. For me, it was the Green Corridor where his eyeless wife shows up, and it was just it's like, and you know, that was that's where. Uh, <laughs> Needless to say, I, yeah, Event Horizon is a grossly underrated movie. Yeah, and that that video is really cool. It goes really deep, including the real connection to Hellraiser that isn't in the actual movie. So, yeah, hmm. maybe you should check out the video. Ah. Also, no. I'm just gonna make a blurb about how to put the ship <laughs> in that crappy Kurt Russell movie. You know, that's that's how it goes. He, this, the same director did it the next year, so you know. 
that he, he actually made Event Horizon in the time it took for Kurt Russell to get into fabulous shape. To do Soldier? Yeah. Uh, Paul S. Anderson, right? Uh, Paul W. W. Yeah, you gotta get the, the w. guy who wrote the Mortal Kombat. Yeah, not the guy who did uh, the Master and There Will Be Blood and Punch Drunk Love. That's well, that's a different. That's guy, Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah, that's the uh, one that wanted to hit Kevin Smith with a chair. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? You know. Yeah. So uh, a little backstory of how this all came to be. Of course, I guess like uh, I mentioned, I met Justin uh, figuring the karaoke bars. Uh, actually, really nice guy. He's actually. Uh, Really good, actually, making really good uh, karaoke songs for people to sing. Because sometimes, you know, in the karaoke uh, <laughs> game, you get bad versions and plenty of those. Yeah. I'm not going to mention any companies, but you get a lot of bad versions that really don't do any justice. Justin came with an ingenious idea to make uh, basically audio perfect, studio perfect uh, karaoke versions of almost any songs. He actually, I mean, you almost probably need to copyright this, this how he does it. I won't get <laughs> I mean, into that too much, but he, I mean, I, he has I, a I, way of doing it. Yeah, I can, I can give at least the basic idea. I, uh, a, I, one of my favorite bands is Hurt, but the way they mix stuff, his vocals are right in the middle, so if you try to extract the vocals, it just just destroys the song. Mm-hmm. And I found somebody online who had a perfect version of it, went, how did you do this? And he said, hey, here's an AI. And it literally, there's multiple models, but you feed it normal music and you can pull out the vocals. And then I go through and time everything out and it takes like two hours to make something for, make a song for somebody that they have been wanting to sing for 20 years and there has never been a good instrumental, never on YouTube and never available for purchase. I can make that in two hours. We'll have the link too to you if you're interested. Cryptic Karaoke. That's right now, as of the time of recording, there's 179 tracks on there. Mm. And the thing that makes it ethical is that they're immediately copyright claimed and so the artist gets every cent from every view. I I don't get that. So that's why I feel okay making it this right. way. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah. come talk to Justin. Of course, uh, we talked about music and stuff, and then kind of find out he's really into, uh, you know, movies and things. And I'm, you know, I'm not, you know, as big as a movie fan as like maybe Big Rob is, but you know, I like movies and stuff, and I like to hear people talk about movies. Right, right, right. I was to, like, to, to, to be fair, the the start of this was him going, "Oh no, R- Rob will watch it." You know, oh, well, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, you guys can talk. He'll be fine. I was like, no, 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 you need to sit down and watch this, my friend. Right, like, you're going to put that on me. Yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> I got that slot for you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, that's, gonna, that's definitely one of those where it's like, no, we're not just going to have you sitting in the back going, yeah. I'm glad I did. <laughs> right, 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 Okay, good. Um, anyway, I was like, man, of course, I was like, man, got to get you on the show. Got to get you on the show. And then especially October's round the, round the bend. I was like, oh, man, we got to do something. And the because one of his favorite things is, like we said, with with the, with the YouTube pages, uh, YouTube channels is uh, horror based stuff. You know, thrillers, chillers, uh, slashers, uh, avant garde almost kind of yeah. horror movies, foreign films. But uh, I was like, oh man, we gotta do something at least Halloween based. So it kind of like, oh well, let's do it this week. It didn't work out that way. Let's do it this week. Now we finally got him here. So he was like, I got some homework for you. Just was like, <laughs> I got some homework. I was like, I was like, what should we watch or what should we talk about? He's like, ah, like, coherence. I was like, coherence. I was like, coherence. Yeah. What is that? I didn't even hear this movie. He said, little small independent movie came out in 2013. You need to watch it. He didn't give me any more no details. information. Besides yeah. No more details than that. Yeah. Go, going as clean as possible. I was like, okay. And I was like, so I had to do the little Google thing. I was like, is it this one? Yeah, yeah. And so I had to like, catch up the book, uh, the, uh, the movie poster. Oh, yeah, that's the one. That's the one. I was like, okay, uh, see what I have and watch. Boom. Perfect. It's free. Basically on like any kind of free streaming. Tubi, service, Tubi, Tubi yeah. uh, P- uh, Pluto. Pluto, yeah. Uh, if you got Amazon Fire Stick, you can just type it up. It's probably a free way to watch. Or if you want to, I think it's only like $3 to rent. So, I mean, it's, you know, probably, you probably watch it on YouTube, maybe. I don't know. I didn't do that. But anyway, he told us to watch the movie. We watched it last night. And let's give a little information about the movie so you guys can kind of, hopefully you guys... Did your homework from the post and actually watched it? At least watch it before. Here's your little spoil. Here's yeah, your little spoilers. Doing spoilers. Yeah. yeah. Either you can stop this, stop show right now. Take about an hour and thirty minutes. Watch the movie. Brandon. Or listen to our little take on it and really want to watch the movie. So right. it's up to you. But this will be your chance to. Okay, now we're gonna go. Okay. The movie Coherence was directed by James. If I say, please, how about if how you say it? Uh, it's Burkett Ward. Burkett. 
And it's spelled B-Y-R-K-I-T, so that's why I had to add. Yes. Okay. Um, premise. On the night of Miller's Comet passing, you know, the Comet passing, I guess, you know, where you can see it. Eight friends have a dinner party at the home of a couple named Mike and Lee. Now, there's other characters. There's Emily, who's a little bit kind of, she has a sus. Sus. <laughs> um, there's Amir, who ended up bringing um, an ex-girlfriend. Girlfriend. From, into uh, what was it? Was it Beth? Ooh, okay, let me. <laughs> here, let, let's do this a little bit. Let, let's go simpler. Okay, no, no, no name soup, nothing like that. A bunch of friends are out for a, a dinner, party. dinner party. Power goes out, and uh, weird stuff starts happening. Yeah, weird, stuff, on, weird shit starts happening. Yeah, yeah, weird shit starts happening. That's a good way to go, okay. and we'll, we can leave it at that for now before doing you know right, deep dive so. there. But all right, we can easily get too deep on the names <laughs> and. How the movie is shot. It's almost like a found footage kind of movie. A yeah, little bit. That kind of stuff. Actually, I don't know if you remember this, but when we first started watching, in my mind, my mind went to the first Cloverfield movie. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah. It's almost like the camera is like its own person. But as the movie goes further, you kind of figure out why it's like that. So there's a lot of little cuts in between the movie, but you're basically seeing almost, almost, it's almost like one shot. I just had a moment. Yeah, go ahead. But it is, I mean, it's probably, we'll talk about as the movie progresses. But if we notice at the end of the movie, we notice somebody watching the entire dinner party from the outside. Right. So what if the camera was representing that the entire time? Not quite there, just because they are bouncing back and forth. Yeah, yeah, but you yeah, could yeah. say maybe when the, the, the stuff starts going crazy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So okay. anyway, this cop, they're having this dinner party. Everybody's there. One of the party members is kind of upset that her ex-boyfriend is there. And the ex-boyfriend, one of the other friends, they're all friends except for one person who is the ex, is a, the new girlfriend, basically. Right, they're, they're the outsider. We're basically outsider in there, and then they're kind of like, oh, is she coming to the party? I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, know. the one uh, Amir brought was Lori. Right. Lori, yeah, thank you. There you yeah. go. Yeah. That's the ketamine... Or the you know the shroom pasta spaghetti yeah yeah so one of the one of the parties people uh brings ketamine you know what ketamine is basically like a <laughs> it's basically it's, tranquil. it's kind of a tranquilizer yeah. kind of something so you, your doctor will give you to put you over like an anesthetic almost and she kind of made it sound like oh but we did this before at the other dinner party a couple years back and I put like you know, psychedelic mushrooms in yeah, the risotto know. or something like that, and yeah, everybody had a good time, and it was too crazy. Now, remember, you gotta remember, there's a, there's also this talk about this comet passing, you know, this tonight, you know, like comet watch and stuff like that. And then we start getting to like stories about, you know, things that happen when comets pass, and somebody made a story about, you know, in the 1800s, there was a like comet passing, and people were walking around. You know, discombobulated, confused, delusional. People ended up in the wrong houses. Yeah, uh, a little subway foreshadowing. Uh, also, Kill, killing uh, their husband just yeah. to find that their <laughs> husband is still there from yeah. dying and things yeah. like that. And he's like, huh? So uh, the Ten uh, Gustin or event or something like something that. Like, yeah, yeah. So, it's the Russia one where that took out all the trees and yeah. You know. and it's like only two people died, and it's like what happened in like. You know, a population of maybe fifty. So it was like, eh, da, 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 da. so you like a lot of foreshadowing and stuff that's probably going to happen in in, uh, in okay, a minute. Okay, I mean, there's no way even starting out the movie, you're like, oh yeah, it's going to be you know yeah, about quantum so mechanics like, and multiple realities. Right. And, 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 and when you watch it, you're like, uh, you know, and, and, and I guess I said a lot of dude, you're watching on Tubi. It would be it's like, ah, it's another Tubi movie. Okay. And it's, it's not. It's very un, 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 you know, unassuming. Yeah. Unassuming. Like you're watching, like uh, it's really slow kind of starting now. That is, you know, you know, older way to do kind of white people having a you know dinner party, talking about that hoity toity kind of shit. And you're kind of like, <laughs> yeah, okay, this is gonna be. God, Justin, why are you give us this shit, shitty movie? We don't want to Anyway, everybody rides at the party. You know. They don't, I didn't they don't, think of how white the movie was. I was like, God damn it, like that still. They didn't break out the ketamine or anything. It was a suggestion. Anyway, yeah. they're sitting out there, and all of a sudden, you know, one of the uh, dinner guests, who was a, the, actually the homeowner, was talking about his brother actually. He was like, 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 he's a scientist. He's a scientist and studies stuff. Yeah. And he said, like, you know, I told my brother I was going to call him. You know, when one has happened, something weird happened. Something weird happened. So when the what, comet passes, well, well yeah, the co- what it is before is literally that the comet passes or something. You know, but the power goes out, right? 
and then comes back on, and that's when the or, or before it comes back on, that's when he's like, "Hey, yeah, my brother wants this. I'm gonna. I have to find a phone. There's a house that's lit up at the end of the thing, and goes." But yeah, they're going back and forth about the comment, about interpersonal relationships, you know. How they get along. People are being kind of shitty to each other when they they really don't need to be. Snappy at each other. Yeah, bringing up, you know, somebody, um, Emily losing the... the gig dancing that she had basically oh, acted to yeah, yeah, the other person. Like, oh, I know you acted. You know, I know you're on Roswell. That that yeah. Well, what's funny with that is that actor is Xavier from Buffy, um, the like vampire that the series. Yeah. yeah. So it's also one of those where like he wasn't in that show, but he was in Buffy. He's the not playing himself, but he's he's basically <laughs> it's, a refer- it's a meta reference he, to himself. Yeah, yeah he's basically yeah. playing himself doing this thing, and they're like, oh yeah, and Roswell, yeah, I was on there the whole time. It was it was Buffy in that universe, you know that sort of thing. So like the, the, the lights go out, and then it come back on. And, okay, well maybe things okay. Then next thing you know, their phones break, like they, their screens crack. Yeah, like, like what the hell? Like did your phone ever do that? No. And he's like, oh, then the the uh, the homeowner's like, oh, I really need to talk to my brother now. And like he can't call out. Then they try to get on like Skype because his uh, one of the ladies is real like big on Skype. I guess yeah, it's, like whatever. Four days of Skype, Instagram yeah. and you right. know. Pre-Instagram live. Right, right. So then they realize they, there's no internet. So they're like, gotta start panicking a little bit too. And then like, they can't, they try to look outside, you know, can't see anything else really. It's all dark. They try to investigate a little bit, look outside and see what's going on. And you know, they're kind of assuming, and they all like, kind of come back inside and try to think about, you know, what we're going to do. And then, uh, they do see a little bit of light. Like there's, oh, there's another, there's another house, like a little ways down. Maybe go see, you know, why their license or check on them and see maybe we can use their phone. And so they start kind of like, well, maybe we shouldn't do that. Maybe we should. They start having, like, you know, inner dialogue with that. And, like, maybe this is a good idea. Maybe it's not. Oh, maybe we should just stay here. And, of course, we're watching the whole time, like, yeah, just stay here. Now I might need to go yeah, there yeah, 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 as a group. Because it's like, when everything goes bad, like, the, the moment separate. you break up, <laughs> yeah, the moment you separate, shit's going bad. Every time scary shit happens, you want to split up. <laughs> right, right. It's, you know, all the, the tropes are coming right, in coming really quick. Immediately, yeah. So, so this this is kind of the problem with trying to talk about coherence is there are so many people there, yeah, and we are obviously pinging off of their relationships and trying to like okay, let me ground this and and what's going on. Two of the guys decide to leave um, to check out the house. Yeah, when they come back, one of them got to cut on his head. He, yeah. They're holding a box and they say, "Hey, we saw." It. He never says that he sees copies of everybody, but he does say when he's looking in the window that he basically he intimates, "I saw our, us at the dinner party." Well, you say he saw the same exact house. Like, yeah, yeah, but he says in the window and he doesn't say he just goes, you know. But it's him saying, "Hey, the dinner I saw copies of all of us sitting around the table doing the exact same thing yeah. we were just doing." And they open the box and find pictures of themselves with numbers written on it and different color marker. And they have no idea how these people could have had these things. And even, I think, Amir at that point points yeah. out, like, hey, this had to be taken today because I just bought this sweater. Right, and they, just, and they do like and they realize, where yeah. you take it? Yeah, so they figure out where it's at. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he said, said, oh, yeah, I, I, I tried to find the front door, and I walked around. around this this side. Side. Yeah. Yeah. And I left, I left a note, a note that, that said, said, you know, you know all this stuff. that said, you know, all this stuff. And they open the door, and they find the same note. Yeah, it just, you know, it's like, oh. Okay, you know, and things are mounting at this point. <laughs> it's like, yeah, what, it's really what is going on here? Right. That's when you turn. That's when you do your phone like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I need to pay attention. Shit. But um, it's sucking me in slow. Yeah. Pause. It, <laughs> yeah. It, I, it's it's a, it's a slow burn at first. Right. Slow burn. Yeah. It definitely is. And I what. I don't. I, I don't know if you want to keep like running through the plot on there and kind of. Well, like I said, they should, they should have did their homework. So go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they definitely should have uh, stayed there. For me, it's more like, hey, here's the little bit of information we're given as we go. Like they, um, like them going to get uh, with Hughes Brothers' book about it and start reading about quantum and right. time. Yeah, you know, the mailbox. Yeah, all you know, all that stuff. That's. But honestly, that's not what they talk about in that book. Is not what's happening in the movie. No, it has nothing to do with it. Which is, it's just them grasping at straws and trying to figure right, out what's going, going on. on. Uh, it's kind of like, nope. Have you guys seen that? Yes. 
Have you seen it more than once? Actually, yes. Okay. First time you watch Nope, you're like, oh, they have a very, we have a very good understanding of what this is. The second time you watch it, you go, okay, I know what it is, so let's watch that. Yeah, exactly. And then you get to the halfway point, and you go, oh, it's intelligent. It's vicious. You know, it's this. Right. And then that changes your meaning again. That's kind of... They, they're grasping at straws. Mm. They think they have an understanding of it. But they don't. That is not what's happening. But what's cool is that they decide to go out and explore and they get pull out glow sticks and they have three different colors of glow sticks that they the can go blue with. Blue the rails are green, right? Right, yeah. yeah. And they, first, right? they choose blue right. and they go out as a group. And see the people with the red glow sticks. Which are they themselves the house, on the, the other, other side. side. Right. And immediately... They just, start like chasing they, them. They, 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 yeah, they just nope the fuck out of it. Right. Like, like, nope. Yeah, I'm not... <laughs> no, no. Um, and get back. And they're like, they look just like us. That was us. And then like, and you're like, wait a minute. Then you like really get in tune now. You're like, hold on, what's going on? Yeah, and then them trying to figure out the pictures and doing all that stuff and figuring out the dice chances and everything is... And then you get like everybody breaking off with different plans. Yeah. But that's also in the interpersonal relationships yeah. that oh, yeah. everything got set up because Lori's still into the dude and, you know, she's making, you know. Then people get really, really suspicious of each other or people get really angsty. Then people start leaving the house yeah. on their own. Yeah, which isn't great. And then they come back and then that, you start finding out different, different stuff starts happening yeah. when they come back. Like, how'd you get that? Or... Well, um, so the thing that at least I think gives it away to us, at, like as the audience, the or whatever, yeah, is the guy going, "Okay, do you want a you know fabric or whatever the other type was?" It was oh, like a latex. latex. Yeah, latex. Yeah, and they he just chooses on there, so the band aid keeps switching throughout. Right. And it keeps there. Like, wasn't that band aid brown? Well, even like a pink right, clear, it's clear, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Um, one of the first really cool revelations is when we realized that the Hugh and Amir that came back with the box aren't from different houses. Aren't the same aren't, ones. Aren't the same ones that left. And they were from a different house with different things. Actually, what's really cool when you rewatch it is they pick up like the paddle or whatever it is that isn't the original. In the thing. box, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they pick up what is they think is theirs and put it in there. And later, you whenever... It's like that little toy monkey thing. Yeah. Well, that's one of them at yeah, one of the yeah. houses. But what's cool is that there's a character early, later on when they're having the argument and finally reveal, like, hey, we're all from different universes, dude. That, oh, dude, like, that, that one person was like, oh, yeah, we had the paddle. And it was like, oh, you're from the, this you, house. Yeah. You are still from this house, but everybody else is from somewhere else. What was it? What was it, the drunk guy's name, Mike? Mike. Yeah. It said Mike. It's like, he, Mike said, I need to, I need to. Talk to my other self right, and he, tell him not to do this or not yeah. to drink. Cause yeah. I know what's going to happen if I start drinking. Yeah, and, and yeah, he just got into his own head about it. So he, it like it, he basically sent himself like a, a like a, a, a ransom. He, ransom, he like, ransomed himself. But yeah. problem is when he finally got back to the house that we're in, that the the other people got it. Then basically they spilled the beans about a different interrelation that was inappropriate that happened. And he kind of explained. Oh, yeah. That is the reason I want to do a video on this. Yeah, yeah. For it's, that, it's, that line. Oh, yeah. Because that is, that is gold that's of the line. In, in um, 18 different ways. Yeah. yeah. 18 million different ways. So, so what, what's also really cool about this is that when you find that there's a big moment, and it's so small, but it is so fucking big. And it's when they go, okay, we need to create our own box and we need to, right. and we need to put, you know, we're rolling dice and we're putting the numbers like we figure out the box and we put it together. We're feeling good. We got a grasp on the situation. And then Beth looks over and goes, huh, I wonder how our numbers match up to the other ones. And she opens the book oh, and, it's, and, and it's, I believe, green text. It's Basically, they describe it as a Russian roulette to a different reality. Yeah. So you end yeah. up, it all looks the same, but you end up somewhere else. Somewhere different, yeah. yeah. That's how you're going there. That's the reason why they're going to the house, and there's people in the house, but there's not them, but it is them. And But, yeah, like people, said, people, people not leaving saying, on, on their they, own yeah. to do their own thing, and they say, oh, well, we'll be back. When they come back, it's them, but it's not them. Yeah, you tell something's different about them, yeah. I'm telling you, it, it will trip you out, and you'd be like, with, with your friends you're like oh my god did you say, no, no wait a minute that's not the same it is so much fun it's almost like a party movie I'm, I'm telling you it's right. like the perfect movie to watch with a group of people that are actually willing to watch and sit down and yeah, chill out yeah, like, just like guys we actually have to watch this pay attention you have to be somewhat sober 
Nah, I mean, yeah, sober-ish. Let's say sober-ish. Sober-ish. A little, little bit of fun might help. Yeah, you know, pregame, but, you know. At least have, at least have one mic there. <laughs> That's the uh, so, so, basically, I think Mike becomes kind of the catalyst of this all because he's drunk, he's angry, you know, like he's just... And he doesn't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, and... At least uh, that, Mike. After, after the reveal of the numbers... Emily kind of becomes the lead of the movie because yeah, she, she, she knows, figures everything yeah. out. She, she, t- she talks to Mike about it and uh, realizes how many people are in different houses and even expanding that. And then the trippiest fucking thing is when she they finally convince everybody, like, hey, we are from different universes. Oh, yeah. Mike, Mike comes in and he's the shit out of and he's just there for a second, like, he, you know, and then he just walks out the door, and then he just walks out the door, and you're like, what the fuck you talking about? His real life twin brother. Yeah, absolutely perfect. Like, perfect usage of it. I didn't know that. Uh, see, there you go. But yeah, so it literally just, he just, oh, he, he just nopes the fuck out. He walks out. Yeah. It's just like, really, no, nobody, nobody could have, nothing you could have done. Pull one bike off the other. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, this is the height of everybody's tensions. This is around the time we yeah, get that perfect line. Like, do you know, um, no, you know, because my, my version wouldn't have slept with my wife. Right. Or my best friend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my best, you know, because my best friend would have, dude, you don't get it. Tonight is the same for every universe. So in every, if the, you know, there's a million different universes, in every single one, I fucked your wife. <laughs> Best like, fucking line ever. Like, like, dude, that's when somebody just doesn't care anymore. It's just, yeah, hey, but we're gonna burn this to the ground. Um, but Emily takes the time to leave. She just looks around like, I don't, she basically said, I don't like this house. Let me try to do yeah, it. Let me try to do it in reality. Yeah, let me find one that's actually going good. Yeah. And, you she know. checks like maybe four or five houses. So, yeah. so the other thing that's kind of weird that, that we did not mention, but it is key to this, is that all of the universes are on a different timeline as well. Right. They're a few hours late. They're you're about 45 minutes. You're you about know, five minutes. It, yeah. yeah it, it's stuff like that because what she's doing is she's finding the houses that have boxes and realizing these aren't her reality and there's so many variations based off how much stuff they put she's in she's gotta remember how it went too yeah. yeah and then she's seen ones where this is the coolest thing because you're watching it and you'll see like Mike tied up and they're like about to kill yeah, yeah exactly they're, yeah. They're, she's just going from reality to reality where everybody is breaking and manages to find the one where everybody's just kind of chilling and yeah. hey everything's great and her and her boyfriend get along. Yeah, and you know she's accepted to go to go on the big trip yeah. that he wanted. You know everything's great. So I'm gonna take her place. Yeah, and, and she goes in and tries to kill the. Basically the, tries the, to take her. Yeah, tries and that to. Just gets, yeah. that, that blows your mind. Yeah, and, and it's it's a great little moment because that you know the next day everybody wakes up, everybody's fine. Where she, she had off the couch, where yeah. she had the body, what you know is yeah, that person yeah. was taking a shower and nobody saw it, so everything's great, right? And then her boyfriend gets a call from her. Says, says, you're, says you're calling. Oh, that's funny. And then you just see his face drop, a shot of her face, and movie ends. Movie done. It's just, yeah, oh, cool. So there's two of her in this universe? Uh, maybe, maybe more? And you're just like, they're just sitting there like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, <laughs> how, what What do you do at that point? Right, and my question is, since, since it's the next day, I'm assuming the comment has long passed. And we saw it dissipate, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It broke apart, and that—that that was the. Yeah, yeah everybody, That's when they went outside, and the power went out for a second. Second time, along, and they were like, "Oh, you know, sort of thing." Like, no, this is good, guys. This is fine. It's like they didn't, they didn't go through any of it, right? So that makes you wonder what happened to the rest of the universe. Right. Well, I, I figured they would collapse into their own separate. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, but with, like, with however many cats, go right back there. in the bag, or right? Whatever. Yeah, and so all the shoulders of cats. Uh, go back in the box. Shoulders of cats references. Yeah. So I know everybody. We got you. We got your candle, got your, got your mouth kind of wet or you know, thirsting for me to watch the movie you haven't yet. Let's go ahead and move past me. Let's talk about, you know, some things like the production, the director, something like the inside stuff that, you know, obviously I've gone deep on right. this. I need to watch, you know, I need to find more interviews. Like you said, yeah. the thing with Mike, actually when Mike showed up it was, to yeah. fight Mike, it was yeah. actually his twin brother, yeah. which is cool. I didn't know that. I just thought it was like a... So the, 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 the writer and director of this... Literally is a uh, one of the character designers for Rango. I know he's uh, yeah yeah. Which the is, Pirates of the Caribbean, Pirates of Caribbean. yeah, Pirates of Caribbean. Yeah, he worked on all that stuff. That's yeah. kind of how he got this. He literally it was uh, the house he was renting at the time, and he got a bunch of his actor friends together, 
and gave them, basically told them nothing. There was not a script. Really? This was shot with like two handheld cameras. So guerrilla style. Yeah. It's very guerrilla style. Oh, yeah. They were given like character profiles and then the information that they're like telling Emily that when her boyfriend tries to leave, that Kinda she absolutely it. cannot let him leave. And that's her character motivation. And some characters would have conflicting, you know, they all had their own little notes for those for that day. But what they did was they shot it over five days wow. for four hours at a time. Oh, okay. So, so they did four hours worth of improv every single night for five days and then put this back together. Oh, wow. So, but then they also did reshoots at one point to go in and put in the little details like um, Emily's first notion that it is an alternate world is talking to Beth about the, like, the thing she got from the um, thrift store. Yeah. Or whatever. She says it again and she's like, Oh, you know, like we've already had this. We already talked about this, right? Um, but yeah, so he said that the actors all had their own like. Everybody took their moment to be big and have right. their soliloquy, and he's like, "Okay, well, let's just let's walk it back and let's try this," you know. So he had him and Amir. It was his co-writer on air, and that was their big thing was making sure everything was put together and still working. Um, as they improved over each night. Meanwhile, his uh, wife was upstairs and pregnant, about to have their baby. Oh, wow. oh, okay. And doing a home, like he was like, yeah, I, I've got to direct this now before I have a child. Actually, <laughs> they never do go upstairs. You're right, right. No, there's no except for just the bathroom, and that was downstairs. That was downstairs, yeah. So, um, the I absolutely love the way that everything on here is put together. Like even Emily did not realize she was the main character until she saw the final cut because everybody like she, oh, she, okay. she started to get a little notion of it because they started doing a little bit more scenes with her by herself but she had absolutely no idea and she, so, she was basically the lead of the movie yeah it was that it, as I said it was found in the edit they had 20 hours worth of footage that they could cut apart and reassemble and put in where they wanted so uh, one of the cool things is when he did the initial test footage on these certain digital cameras yeah. and he was trying to make sure he did that that is actually when they go outside into the dark the first time and are looking around. Um, that is the footage oh, um, so from his test footage. So they use everything. Right. But what's cool is that uh, Hugh, the guy with the beard, yeah. doesn't have a beard in that footage. Whoa. But you can't see it can't because see it. they're all silhouettes. Yeah. Oh. Right. So he's just like, oh, yeah, let me put that in your watch. And you not, next time you watch it, if you pay attention, he is clean shaven. Oh, and you're like, sure. okay, that, that's. You know, that's cool. Um, what? So I went so deep on this that my best friend and I were watching it. We got 15 minutes in and we were writing some quotes and then we realized we were writing down like every five seconds a different line <laughs> and mapping everything out that we then restarted the movie and started doing that. Um, there's some weird thing with the editing. It's It has technically been explained. James Ward, I haven't seen it yet, but the director did a... Uh, fundraising thing, Kickstarter, kind of to start yeah. his own kind of Twilight Zone style miniseries. Oh, um, which did show at South by Southwest this year. But he was taking question. <laughs> he was taking questions from Patton Oswalt talking about coherence, and he's like, "Oh, you know, what do the black things? You know, what do the black bars mean, or the blackouts?" And he he explains it, but you got to pay three dollars to watch the video, uh, and it's like. I want to. I want to at least write my neck, my script of the what I understand the movie is because I have also mapped out how many houses there need to be, how many houses we see in the movie, how many virtual houses would need to be for it to play out this specific way, and how many versions of each character there are. Yo. <laughs> because there, the reason I kind of got this obsessed is there is a YouTuber. I think it's like London City Girl. Uh, she did this with primer, which helped me understand it a lot better, but she does kind of like illustrated, um, charts and everything, trying to go through and point like, okay, we left house one. Now we're at house two. And these are this versions of the characters. And she left some stuff out that I was like, oh, that's an important quote. And that's where I had to then start writing everything down Ugh. and then write my own video to be like, Hey, there's a misunderstanding here. This is actually what it is. So I, I have literally have... <laughs> 
watched the movie so much that I'm like, okay, so for this to happen, there needed to at least be a house before this. You teach class over there. Yeah, 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 totally. So, <laughs> unfortunately, my my first script that I wrote for this was just me going through and making kind of snarky commentary, but like, hey, I know I now know how to watch this uh-huh. um, and can deal with that. The thing I discovered, Emily is outside of her normal reality from the word go. Everyone, everybody is. Really? Oh. Because she drives through it to get to, to get the, to the house. Right. And then Amir and, and everybody else might actually be fine. Might be from the universe. Savior, like Beth. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Mike, Beth, um, Emily. Oh, not Emily. Um, Lori. 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 No, sorry. I'm trying to think of it. The one with the glasses... Beth is the one that went upstairs. Yeah, the one that went upstairs. But Beth is the one who did the ketamine. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Call her Anne Hayes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. Or uh, Jane Lynch. Yeah, Jane. That's about it. Jane Lynch. Yeah. Um, But they may be from that reality, but because her cell phone snaps right as she's driven through it, we know she's in a different. That's why she loses connection with Mike. Uh, or, uh, uh, with her boyfriend I Kevin. can't remember Kevin there we go yeah. she, um, that's why she loses connection with Kevin on the phone when she gets there she's driven through she's into a different she universe the, oh. which means that Lori and Amir showing up late are also different Falsely. versions yeah, different, yeah. and Mike goes out very early on and then when he comes back in he's probably a different, a different Mike. Mike yeah yeah. And I basically say anytime somebody goes outside of the house is that the original Mike that came in and beat him up there's no way to tell at this point. There, there's, some, there's so many different versions now running around because he's going out and causing stupid shit and breaking the window but not stealing the book. Yeah. What if that Mike knows that this, his secret is about to get out and he tries to stop every other Mike from telling it? <laughs> yeah. I, I what if he the Mike that tied us to the other Mike in the other house at the end? Or maybe just mad at himself. Oh, he's mad at him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, now, I, now I look at him as his wild card. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. I mean, we already knew that the idea to run over there and try to you know, intimidate another person. So, but but it, it's the whole thing of him leaving a note that is so obvious yeah. on it. Like, dude, you need to just stop and think for like two seconds, please. It's not a good idea. But um, yeah. So this super overly intricate, crazy, interconnected movie was improved. That is crazy. Yeah, is that like James's art? That seems so like real when they react to things. Yeah, because no they didn't know what they were gonna say. Yeah, yeah. So it was a case of like kind of fit like this is no scenarios. But they just give away. Oh, it's like we just giving you a scenario with all the dialogue. So no, he, he just gave him like directions. Like you guys are gonna get into a fight, and you know. So they didn't even know what it was even about. Right. Yeah. Oh wow. So they they said it was like a. Um, uh, like a haunted house attraction, right? So he, it, was, it was a roller coaster that he had. He, he and Amir knew, and that's why kind of Amir was part of the friend group uh-huh. because that way he could direct things a little bit. And that's why probably he, he was there. He didn't. He didn't do too much. Yeah, he didn't do too much. But they're also the like like a borrow phrase from like from basketball. He's a coach on the floor. Oh, so like, he got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, okay. you know. As I said, I, I love that all the actors were having their big breakdown acting moments. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's 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 stop that. Let's pull that back. Dial back a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So uh, just I, I guess to just give you guys an idea of how big that is, um, we see here. I'll go with the houses better. Mm-hmm. Wait, those. Okay, there we go. We see a total of, I believe, nine houses. I got five in the Lost Count. Yeah. Um, There are an implied... Okay, yeah, so nine houses. I have that broken down on there. I think it was 57 houses. For, right. th- for this story to have work the way right. that you don't see. Right. Wow. Um, we see six versions of Emily throughout. Um, I also included what their glow sticks were and what their marker was. Mm-hmm. What color? Like, I didn't know they were written in different colors. Yeah. yeah. Um, then Mike, we get nine versions of him, five versions of Lee, which is the wife. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Three ver- or no, four versions of Beth, six versions of Kevin, seven versions of Hugh, eight versions of Amir, and five of Lori. 
Now, which one was the one that went upstairs? That was Lee. Lee. So, she had to be the least, right? Was that? We had the least versus her, right? Yeah. Because she uh, was only maybe the one, and then we're in a different house of two. So, so Lee was in house one. We also see, um, and that's the one, um, that's the initial one. There is a, another one in house four. Which took that's the one who took out the ketamine and passed out for a while. Right, right, right. Then in how that I think the rest of them are the like the random ass houses. So in house five we have Emily three having a hard time staring at photos of her and Kevin and Lee tries to approach but is swatted. Yeah, but it's also it's so hard to realize that he switched houses too. Right, yeah. and then the next one would be house six. They're watching an argument between Mike and Hugh, um, and Lee's just sitting in the back there. Yeah. And then the last one They're is the, the, final, the final house where she goes in there and she cleans Lori's unbroken glass from the day after. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. It's, as I told you, went fucking deep here with all the details. <laughs> God, um, as I said, like even on um, the implied houses here, I had to go through and say like, okay, the reason this one exists is because of th this house would have had to have happened, but because they already did this, that means this house would have happened. It's like, um, oh, what's uh, Hugh just going and leaving the note? Yeah, creates so many, and then they have a note on top of a note on top of a note. You know, it it starts piling up there. It's but like that that's that when Batman finds the riddles hide up and get all his threads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like so, so. The logic is those first Hugh and Amir that come in with the box. Yeah. Not only would they have to have gone through the thing initially, but they. Would have had to have had a house before that they were at, which for that box to exist for them to grab, that means there had to be a house before for that. that. You know, so it, that's why it becomes we need fifty-seven extra houses that we never see yeah. <laughs> to make this right. house, uh, this tale of nine houses makes sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. Jesus. Right. So yeah, you oh, brought that up. What about like? So how long had it been since the comet started passing? Right, I, I, th I think it was just like it was like that day, like just one of those. It was like one of those like, oh, the meteor shower is only going to be yeah, there I, for today. That's what I, that's what I was thinking. But but yeah, how long? Like well, how long? How we don't know that people got started getting switched while they were just setting up for the party. Right, like, run to the store and get some ice. Like one when they run to the store and get some ice, the person that comes back with the ice is an entirely different person. Right, and I mean that, for for me, and that that might be one of those things where it's like. Why the fuck? We have plenty of ice. Like, why don't yeah. you, you pick up the the mitts? You know. Yeah. Also, did I think about this last house? Right. When basically everybody's having a good time. Well, the very last house came. Everybody having a good time. They go out, flash out, boom, look up, comment, comment, dissipate. That took all but maybe five minutes. Right. Right. Just just for you just think like that was big. Not I'm not saying prime time, but. Everything, like I said, everybody else, they're living that five minutes, got stretched out to as long as yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And in reality, you know, from just because where they were at or whatever, maybe they just got, maybe this, I don't know, they, but they didn't get the same kind of deal because everybody's taking sides. So maybe everybody else is living that five or ten minutes where, you know, you see a comic, comic's not going to be up there that long. Right. It's like a shooting star. It shoots through the sky, yeah. So you think maybe just because of the way they had, you know, because they got out the house and did all that other stuff, if they just would have stayed in the house, notice what would have happened? Yeah, I mean, possibly. Pretty, pretty, if they had just maybe except for like you know the one that came in late. But. Yeah, I will. I will so, so you didn't have an issue over there. But I, I did just remember that while you were talking. So with that, you know, it's kind of hard to say what happens outside of the scope of the story. Yeah, there, right, right, and, that, right. and that's what's interesting about the decoherence book. Or the the talking about quantum mechanics yeah. and Schrodinger's cat and stuff. That's not what's happening, but that's their best approximation and how they're trying to deal with it. It's kind of you know watching First a movie way. about time travel and they're like, "What you mean, Terminator Two isn't how time travel works?" You know, shit like that. Uh, right. You know, <laughs> or, or Back to the Future's bullshit. There we go. Yeah. Now um, it hurt my heart to say it, <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, the proof that. Lori and Amir who show up. Um, she, Lori is the one who does not recognize Mike from TV. Because in her universe, he ain't on TV. Or he's on Buffy. Oh, he's on a different show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's that oh, thing. So that's why she's like, yeah. really? Yeah. Okay. 
But, you know, so, like, as I said, the more you watch this movie, the more you notice just little small things that are set up and then paid off because they did it over five nights. So you got to go, like, okay, let me rest for 30 seconds and then, okay, okay, here's... Was he, like, when he did it, the director, was he thinking, like, like you just said, did he even know this thing? Oh, and he had apparently worked it out with um, Amir, with the actor who plays Amir, and then okay. that way they at least had kind of a guiding thing there. Right, but like, but, but even as stuff was playing out, like, like he had like, like some stuff that we know, maybe he didn't know, he just wrote it that way. You well, know what I mean? Yeah, like, or, it works or, for or, the story, or it was going one way, but a few edits here and there changed the entire thread of the story. Right. Yeah, and then at that point you can go, okay, we're gonna have, we're gonna have, you know. You, we're going to give you a card that say you absolutely cannot let him leave here, and let's let's play that out. Maybe they did it five times, you know, whatever. But he was telling. I think the way he put it is they were just doing the longest takes that they could do, oh. let people feel, live in the characters, react how you would react. Okay, well let's try this instead. Um, so he he had an idea where he was going with the whole thing. You, you kind of need to if you're doing so much, but we never been without explaining why they're doing. Right, so it's kind of genius, though. Yeah, it's a, it's an. That makes me wonder why was this movie a bigger. I kind of want to see like the little twelve part. Was it twelve parts? The little kind of Twilight Zone thing that he did. I he I well so he well so he released several released several episodes at South by South South by Southwest this year. So he's there's there's trailer out for it, but I haven't got to watch it yet, and I don't know if it's out yet. I think it's one of those where I'm obviously very excited about anything else, but I'm obviously very excited about anything else. Yeah, it's but I think it really was. He was like he was like concept artist. Yeah, it's but I think it really was. He was like a concept artist um, as said for Pirates of the Caribbean and yeah. everything and that just got him enough connections that he was able to go like okay I'm renting this place and this is a good location you know it's the Oren Pelly from Paranormal Activity he, it was his house he oh, spent $15,000 renovating it and and everything all told was to make this movie hmm. so Paranormal Activity became you know re- reinvigorated the uh Found footage, found footage you job, know, yeah. for yeah, me, yeah, almost yeah. a near perfect thing. But it was a guy using the resources he had, spending a little bit of money in the grand scheme of things, and making a hit out of nothing. Side so, note: Those are usually how the best horror movies are made. Yeah, right. yeah. So, got horror, yeah. so I, I don't. I'm not sure exactly why this one kind of resonates a little bit. Well, well, why it didn't get bigger? Yeah, it is also as you guys said. You, you know, I almost lost you in the early dinner party part of it. Yeah, yeah. But it's once, you, once you, yeah, once you hit that, and once you start realizing, like, oh shit, what you know, what's going to happen here? That's the thing that captured my imagination. There's another movie called Primer. Have either of you guys heard of this? No. Um, the writer director Shane Carruth was a NASA scientist, and he wrote a very realistic version of what time travel would be. Um, he shot it for $5,000 in Texas, I believe. I might be wrong there, but I think it's in Texas. But he um, he was such a novice uh, filmmaker that he literally just did enough for the dialogue scenes and what needed to be in the movie, and God, there was no extra footage on either side. Oh, uh, It's one of the most densely packed time travel. Just It's one of those, it took me three times watching it before I knew how to follow the conversations. Because it's people talking, it's, you know, engineers talking, like we talk to each other, you know, when we're out and where everybody's talking over, you know, they're having two separate conversations over here and you're having one right here, but everything's going at the same time. And they're not slowing down to tell you what's going on. And so I showed it to my best friend and I was, I showed him just that scene of them at the dinner talking and I paused it out and went, what do you think just happened? He goes, I don't know, but it sounded really cool. So, and sorry for going no, no, on no. this tangent. Yeah. You know how in the beginning of Pulp Fiction, where Pumpkin and Honey Bunny are talking about robbing a restaurant? Right. If you suddenly look, you see Vincent walk past them, and yeah. he sits down, and in the background you can hear, like, softly hear Vincent and Jules talking about having their conversation. Yeah. And so at the end of the movie, when you pay attention to Vincent and Jules, you can suddenly hear them on the other side of the room. Yeah. And then the movie converges together, and that's the end of the movie. Right, right. So it's like that as a whole movie. 
De- definitely. So the, yeah, with primer, it is one of those where it's super complicated, super to the ground. Also, you, I just pop. I watched Pulp Fiction like yeah. very recently, so that's what no, I, I, I went with Jackie Brown for what I was going to rewatch. You know? Yeah, exactly. But um, she buys a pantsuit. Yeah. yeah. But um, with it, it's so complicated that you may not even realize how many realities are going on and everything. Ah. But it's a very low stakes movie. One of my favorites. It's I showed it to a friend of mine, and she, at the end of it, she goes, "You didn't tell me I was going to have to pay attention." <laughs> so I've watched this dozens of times. It is very similar to Coherence in that, but it's about time travel instead of quantum mechanics. Oh, okay. Where do you find this? Ah, uh, that's a good question. It's is that a little hard to come by? I think at this point it is. Also, the guy. Send me like a text. Or something. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you. I'll, but yeah, primer, I'll, I'll primer is to coherence. You know, it's seen, time, 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 time travel. What coherence is to multiple realities. Okay. I will. I do have to say he is an absolute giant piece of shit. Um, he even accidentally. Um, he was taking a picture of something, and underneath it was the restraining order for uh, beating his wife. And he, and he put that on Twitter. The director for Prime? Yeah. Director and writer, creator. Well, the whole guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah the whole guy. Oh. Yeah. They used to love his stuff. Trying I'm actually to... glad you told me that before I saw the movie. Yeah. Because I didn't want to become like a fan of this dude. <laughs> yeah, he's only come out with a cold, few things. But... I have enough problematic phases, you know. Um, here, I'll, I'll, I'll give you guys an example of how deep this can go on there. There's a great. They, they're, it's basically what if Garage Engineers made a time machine? Yeah, okay. And it's very utilitarian once they figure it out. Um, it's a box. And when two characters decide to both go back in time, you have to turn on the box when you want to go back in time to. It's going to cycle several times. At the end of the... Basically what they do is jump into a... Um, or they basically fuck off for the whole day. Or they, they work the whole day like it's normal. Look up Scott, or, uh, the trades and mm-hmm. stocks. Then go back in time to the morning, go to a hotel room and hang out and just buy a bunch of stocks. Uh, you know, like shit like that. But eventually they start getting plans of, oh, what if we did stuff to stop us from running into each other and, you know, shit like that. But you have to turn it on for where you want to go. When you get to the end, um, the whole idea is that it's bouncing back and forth on a t- between A and B. So the longer you have it on, the further you can go back, but you got to stay in the whole time. Oh. And so he has oxygen. Right, trust the, trust the math. He got it when, when he needed to. When his wind goes back, goes back, back with him, he, he um, um, actually, actually comes out. When his buddy goes back with him, he um, actually comes out of the box early, and he's coughing and sputtering and everything. And then the one who had gone back before ends up coming out later in the day because it was on the back end of the loop, and he gets out and he's perfectly fine because he trusted his math, the math, whereas the other guy. Did not. So it's a really cool thing of how the time travel bounces back and forth. This guy is disregarding it, and it kicks the shit out of his body, whereas his, his friend jumps in there and is able to We're come out perfectly time. fine because he waited 30 seconds. All right, let's, uh, All right, guys, let's, let's, let's jump into the takeaways from Coherence. Uh, how do you feel that once it ended, like, uh, well, maybe, what's your rating of this movie? Especially, I mean, I think everybody would say to anybody listening to this right now, it's a must watch. Yes. You gotta watch it. But, like, as far as, like, it was like to be your best movies all the time. But no, no, no. What's your, like, well, how do you feel about it? What's your take on it? I would give it a solid 8.9 out of 10. Just off surprise factor, plot, him actually, him explaining it actually raised the score a little bit more. Hmm. From actual to solid regular 8 to knowing a little backstory, knowing the whole improv thing. Yeah. And just knowing it, like, this, this, you know, I hate to use this as a pun. We retreated to being to a box of what could have been a massive universe that you know, yeah. budget constraints and time kept us from really exploring. This is yeah. yeah. Well, and it's usually the series that do take off are hey, well, let's tell a small, intimate story in this universe where things get really fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Hellraiser. Exactly. And then you get the second one, and that's where like, okay, cool. Now we can blow up the idea and really let's let's play. Yeah. But you you got to get people hooked emotionally first. But yeah. yeah. Well, I think my takeaway is one. I like the fact that it was very unassuming the yeah. movie as it's, on its own, and the fact that like we said before, we first started watching, we were like playing with the phones. We were like, you know, we were kind of watching. Like, tell, tell we were, jokes. We were cracking shit. jokes yeah. about how you know corny it seemed at first, and then yeah. like that first instant, you realize something's off. 
Like you carry me, like you kind of it, it. It slowly draws you in, and then once you get all the trippy factors, of like this pocket multi-universal thing going on. Like I said, the small space it makes it very relatable because just it's just one room really, and maybe outside, and then you kind of figure out all this other going going on that kind of makes you like wow. And uh, even before you know, uh, Justin tells all this information about the director and how he shot it and all this stuff, we I, we, the, we didn't know. I didn't know anything about that. I think it's actually genius, but. I would actually say, like, the best part about this movie is is the fact that it's so unassuming that it's actually really good. Yeah. Like, you're just going, you're, you're just thinking this is going to be like another running mill, you know, I, I didn't know if it was going to be horror, I didn't know it was going to be like suspense, I didn't know it was going to be like a slasher, I didn't know. I, I, he didn't give us anything to go off. He said, just watch. <laughs> going totally blind. Yeah. Being totally as blind. As blind as you can. And was pleasantly surprised and it's like one of those things you saw something, you had no idea it was going to be good, and it ended up being great. That's like the best film in the world. Yeah. Especially with a movie. I, like I said, I would put it like solid eight, nine, anywhere in there. Like Definitely must see, definitely must watch. It's like something you would watch a couple times and you'll. Like, it's definitely multi watch. Catch yeah. things you miss, and you know, it's almost like you can do like a. Like we already did like a deep dive and like <laughs> document everything that, you know. Yeah, there's, there's Your whole a lot thesis that, about this movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I, I don't deal much in ratings. It, it's for me, I would say it's essential viewing. Yeah, like, God, or, you yeah. Know, for it's definitely the thing that I go tell people like, okay, you want to see something cool? Obviously, like check out Coherence. You know, go for it. Give it there. a chance. Yeah, right. give it a chance because the more you learn about it before, it really can't tell you what the story is, especially right. with how. You know everything's kind of revealed and right, just so what the what the fuck is going on here? Go watch it first before you listen. To yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, it's a little bit late for that at this point. But I'll put it on the screen. We'll, 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 we'll yeah, just start throwing. But you have a couple, yeah, a chance. I'm gonna do I, one more. <laughs> I, I absolutely love this film. It's such a blast to think about and play around with the ideas there. I do honestly at this point feel like I have an answer for every question I would have had throughout because I have watched it so much. But it is definitely one that's worth rewatching after you've, you know, after you have a minute to re- take it in, start right. rewatching, and you're going to pick up on so much more. Quick Actually, question. I'm going to say, quick no, question. Ballpark. Yeah. How many times have you watched the film? 20, 30 times. Okay. Something like that. And, that, <laughs> okay. that, and that's, that can be kind of low, you know. And I haven't made my video yet, so when I make my video, I'm going to pull the movie and Talk break it down and learn, you know. So I'm going to spend. Dozens more hours with this movie. Even the way, the way you deep dive this movie is the way I is the way I look at Blade Runner. Okay, yeah, yeah. it's just yeah. like, and I and I got like the ultimate cut edition, like DVD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, it has like eight one, yeah. different versions of the movie on like four discs. Yeah, I've seen every version like five times. Right, he's just like, I need to watch Blade Runner. Hmm? I need to watch Blade Runner. Yeah, you need to definitely see Blade Runner. I've seen it, but I was so young that I couldn't. Yeah, exactly. He's just like, well, and then there's Blade Runner, then there's 2049, there's also the like three shorts that they made beforehand yeah. to build up the universe, which I love in concept. It was a little bit better than what they did with Alien uh, Covenant. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. what I mean, I love I love Alien, and I love how fucked up the newer ones were with. Um, Pro, uh, not Prometheus. Well, yeah, Prometheus. I like Prometheus. Well, Pr- so Prometheus is okay. I like it more than not. I just hate the soldiers. There's a fan that I can get you that is much better. Um, yeah, they actually in, they make Fifield into uh, an, a xenomorph sort of proto xenomorph that fights in there instead of having like him be a weird zombie. There. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, yeah. But what I they, know exactly what they did with uh, the last one is they released three videos. Uh, it was Covenant where it was essential plot points like James Franco is the captain and that dies at the very beginning there's a whole short of what their relationship was like and him being a captain and how he got and how he died but you had to go outside of the movie to watch it Mm. whereas the Blade Runner stuff is more like okay we're adding to the universe here we're giving you stuff that couldn't be in the movie (laughs) yeah yeah that sort of stuff (laughs) but yeah uh, definitely worth the rewatch yeah definitely one of my favorite movies alright well Justin uh, before we let you go man what are you working on now? So get, get, get the people's um, mouth watering ready for the next one. So I just put out the Nighthouse video. It's a 45-minute deep dive into a horror movie from 2021 about a recently widowed teacher who starts digging into her husband's secrets and finds that and things are all set up, right? This is on all set up, yeah. It's, uh, 
I think I've seen a trailer for that. It's got Rebecca Hall in it. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite movies. It's awesome. It was also originally a Hellraiser script, and I am obsessed with Hellraiser. Um, I do have a Patreon if you guys end up liking my stuff, but... Uh, or it's patreon.com, Justin D. Heard. I My goal is to make a two-hour retrospective on Hellraiser, mm. going through each of the movies and what and the books and everything. I would definitely cameo in on it. Yeah, I can pull you in. Everybody has their favorite Hellraiser they want to talk about. Yeah. That's probably a good thing to do for each video. But uh, other than that, uh, my older stuff is Dubious Consumption. That's the place where I still make my most money. And then for the karaoke stuff is Cryptic Karaoke, Cryptic karaoke on YouTube. Yeah. There's 179 tracks on there right now, and uh, you know, for a little bit of money, I could I could make one, you know, you know, just uh, and then I am on all of the socials at Justin D Heard. All right, well, Justin, thank you for finally, thank you for finally got you on the show. Thank you for coming. Got a little nervous. We thought you might not be able to make it. Right, <laughs> right, right. right, right. Uh, yeah, you know, just a little bit later than we thought. Hey, as long as we can see it, we, hey, we we waited for you. Hey, it was, it was worth the wait. Thank you. It was an absolute pleasure, guys. Uh, Big Rob, got anything going on? Let's focus on any updates. Um, as you know, it is almost October. Yes. So that usually means my official Halloween deep dive rewatch will, will commence. <laughs> also featuring Halloween ends. Uh, I'll, I'll sit through it. <laughs> and also, my friend Allie says she wants to actually watch that with me. So that might be like a two-person thing. So okay. it might be like a dissenting opinion sort of thing coming. Right, so record that. She'll, she'll record that, yeah. So that's two. That's one thing I got going on. Um, other than that, just normal stuff. My, I'm assuming my normal misadventures will pop up with and without Brandon. So <laughs> these things Brandon. tend to happen. Brandon. And, you know, catch every episode. You see me in the streets. You know, holler. Say, say what's up. All right. Well, uh, again, Halloween's coming up. Of course, we've got to have the Halloween show. So look out for that. Oh, right. I am still, I've got like a candidate for like my three final column. I got a finalist for my Halloween costume. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully we'll have uh, the video back. So at least, oh, at least we can take a picture. Take a picture, yeah. yeah. Probably gonna wear it during the show though. But hopefully we have all that. We tried that last year. It was it was, it yeah, was, it was fun. It was, it was fun. fun. Yeah. Uh, besides that, uh, yeah, uh, Halloween. Uh, plan to do at least something Halloween related for every show for the month of October. So look out for that. Um, make sure y'all check out all the past episodes. Uh, make sure you check. Justin on All Sewn Up, uh, Dubious Consumption, uh, Cryptic Karaoke, and uh, make sure you, if you need to end those, DM them, you know, I'm going to make sure I put all the links there, so check, out, <laughs> check, check that out for sure, uh, but besides that, Big Rob is Friday, so gotta, they know what they got to do. You got to avoid the bookings, beloved. By all means, and uh, y'all be safe, y'all be good, but besides that, either you're going to be good, or you're going to be good at it. And we out here, this, this podcast, uh, episode 13, season 5. Hey.